Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Happy Wednesday. Middle of the week. We're almost done. Valentine's Day is a week away. What's Valentine's Day mean to you and your household, Wiggins? Uh, it means that we take a moment to uh, put everything else aside look each other in the eyes and assess our love for one another, <laughs> uh, which we do for <clears throat> two to three, maybe even four hours on Valentine's night every year. Just me and her staring by the fire. You? Not that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not really. I think we probably spend, if we do anything, it's to like do something for the kids. This is the first year in a long time that we're not going to have our kids we have uh, one of our small groups at church decided that they were going to bless all, all the other small groups by uh, doing, a, go. Doing, a, doing a babysitting night. And so we're dropping mm-hmm. our kids off and we're just going to go find some ramen somewhere. I'm not as opposed to the idea of Valentine's Day. I, I, I don't understand anymore pumping energy into being mad at Valentine's Day. It's kind of I like you, you make... Like, if my husband got me something for Valentine's Day, I wouldn't be mad about it. Like, oh, you fell to the corporatists. Like, <laughs> Oh, man. I'd be like, sweet, thanks. I wish I would have heard that when I was younger. Because uh, that was what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> I. It's not really worth it to get worked up in an anti-Valentine's Day way. Yeah. And I just kind of feel like we need more opportunities to celebrate things. You don't have to do it in the context that... You know, corporate Valentine's Day says that you should, but there's nothing wrong with acknowledging it in even a small way if it's in passing, whatever it might be. Man, I just had the strangest memory of Valentine's Day when I was in school. I think this is a memory that I blocked out until you said corporate. That's my plan is to surface your blocked memories. It worked. Thank you. Tell us. Man, it's kind of embarrassing, but I'm going to tell it. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> so what has that ever stopped you? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay. Okay. There was a girl. Actually, her name. Now, this is all coming back to me. Her name was Annie. No, um, she had No, it was really. was not me. It was not you, though. No, it was a girl that I went to school with, and she had very, very dark hair. And I think she was a year younger than me. But she, she Are you was making this up as no, you no, go? no, no. I, I, I'm, mem- I'm remembering was... it as we're happening. Annie. Her name was. Uh, <laughs> He's looking Annie. around for a girl and my in the name room. Was Brad. <laughs> name was Martha McCallum. <laughs> <laughs> no relation. And she was uh, on Fox News. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were in school on uh, New York City 
Times Square. Um, <laughs> and the border was a problem. <laughs> they were debating it live on the Senate floor. The tale is told this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, she, I, I really liked this girl, and I, I would call her because I knew her sister also, and her sister was like, "Yeah, you can call her." And so I was, I was. You mean you can call her? What is this, nineteen twenty? Yeah, I was. You calling on her? I, I was apparently lame enough that I, I was like, I can't ask her directly. I have to ask her sister for her phone number. So I did. I got her phone number. Was it a landline? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Those are the days, kids. It was. And I... You had to call and talk to the parents first because they probably would pick up the phone. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. And that was what would happen. I was probably 15. So you can imagine, I'm not like well-versed in the world or women right now. <laughs> at at 15... <laughs> I was so naive that it was embarrassing, but I was also very um, unafraid. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm like, I'm just gonna do this anyway. This is how this is how it works. So we'll see how this goes. So I would call this girl a, a few times, usually on Sundays for whatever reason, for like three weeks, maybe even longer. She clearly did not want to talk to me and was not interested in me at all. You just kept calling, and I kept calling. Did she take the call? No, she would not take, maybe the first time she did, and that got me like, oh, okay, she's interested. And then after that, oh, she's not here. So you called her. What happened when you called her when she talked to you the first time? I don't remember. She was very quiet. Did you just call, I mean, this is not what people do anymore, but we used to just call and talk to each other. Yeah, yeah, and that was my goal. I was just. You weren't like calling to ask her a question that she would answer, and that would be the end of the call. No, no, I was like calling to get to know her. Because I had no other interaction with her. I just thought she was cute. And so this was my way of, of basically going out with her when neither one of us could drive. <laughs> so I, I talked to her a little bit. She was very, very quiet and shy, and, and I'm not. So I carried the conversation. And then after that, she did not ever talk to me again. But I didn't know that she was blowing me off. It took me, like, weeks to figure that out. Okay. How did you, what interaction did you have with her that led to the phone calls? Like, did you have class just together? Just that I knew her sister. So I would go to class. So my cousin is one year older than me, so she had a car. Her friend was this girl's sister. So we would carpool to school together. So I knew about the younger sister because I knew the older sister. Okay. Okay. So I, I felt like all this is fine and appropriate, but I, again, am very, very slow to take a hint. Valentine's Day rolls around. Okay? Valentine's Day rolls around. Oh. I, I think I have never told this story in my life. Oh, you still have time to back out. It's very want. embarrassing both for me and for somebody else. Especially since you told us her name. And that person is not even in the story yet. Oh. So this is crazy. So a friend of mine who was dating another girl who was the same age as Annie was. Not me. Not you. <laughs> um, I was friends with both my friend and his girlfriend. And I was like, oh, well, you're the same age as her. You have classes with her. Like, do some reconnaissance for me. Like, find out if she likes me or if I should keep calling her or whatever. And she kept telling me, well, I, I have talked to her, and yeah, she does like you. And I was like, well, sweet. This is great. Why won't she answer the phone? <laughs> And playing hard to get. The girl was like, "Oh yeah, I don't know. She's just shy." And I'm like, "Okay, well that's understandable. I'll, I'll just keep going and, and see what happens." Well, then I get, I, you could buy Valentines in my school. You could buy like balloons and stuff. Did you guys have yeah. this? Yeah. On Valentine's Day. So I 
in the middle of fifth period or something, get a gift that says, like, Happy Valentine's Day from Annie. And I'm like, this is fantastic. She really does like me. Not me. Not you. <laughs> we'll call her Annie Dark Hair. <laughs> dark Annie. Yeah. Like dark Brandon. Yeah. Um, so so I get a Valentine and balloons and stuff, and I'm like, this this girl like reached out to me. That's incredible. And I'm I'm like, this is gonna happen now. I mean, she's she's crossed the barrier of not being shy anymore. So I and I almost never see this girl in school. We we never, you know, it, it's it's like a school of two thousand people. We almost never cross paths, but on Valentine's Day, for some reason, I took a different route to get to the car that I drive home in, and I happened to cross paths with her, and I'm like, oh my gosh, hi, and she's like, hi, and it was awkward, and I'm like, oh, it's okay, you know, I get it that you're a little awkward right now, and she's like, she's like, uh, okay, (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, hey, it's, it's okay. Like, we can talk a little bit. And she's like, no. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks. Well, this this just took a, a, a more bizarre turn. So I, I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm like, I'm holding, I didn't say... Like, I'm holding this gift from you. You are required to talk to me now. I just thought, well, maybe she's still just shy in person. So I don't really know how to get past this barrier at this point. So I get home and I save the gift. I just keep calling this girl. So I'm like, I, you, you sent me a Valentine. Like, clearly you want to go out or whatever. She never answers the phone again. So finally I give up. And it's probably like two months after this. But I finally give up. And I'm like, I don't know what the heck is wrong with this girl. It wasn't until years later. And I'm talking like I'm probably out of college at this point. I saved the card because I was like, well, I, I was like <laughs> the only love note I had ever had at that point. Oh. You know, right? I mean, it's very sad. I'm a super likable guy. I don't know why I never got any love notes. Do you still have it? I don't know if I still have it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe in a box somewhere. Who sent it? The friend's girlfriend sent it. 
my friend's girlfriend who was in the same class as her Why? had been setting me up the whole time. Oh, man. Why? I still don't know. By the time I figured it out, and I can't remember how I figured it out. Like, I saw something that the girlfriend had written at some point, like, in a yearbook. And it was like... Like, remember that time I was we like, sent that thing to Wiggins? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember that time I set you up with that girl and she didn't really know you? I, I saw something about her handwriting and I thought... That looks really familiar because I had like studied that card, you know. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I see that that I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the same handwriting. I figured it out. Well, I didn't know either one of them at that point because they had broken up. I didn't even know her anymore, so I never got to confront anybody. Why would anybody she do that this. to you? I don't know. It was a jerk move. I think she thought she was being nice, like she thought, oh, I'm kind of like Ryan. I don't think helping him out. <laughs> Nobody, no. Did she send something to her on your behalf? No. Do you know that? No, not for sure, but I'm pretty sure she didn't because she wasn't holding anything after school that day. Maybe she threw it away. Yeah, maybe she threw it away and took a dump on it. <laughs> She's like, man, I'm sick of this guy stalking me. But that's, that is a true story. And I, oh man, was I mad when I figured that out. Did you say anything to anyone? Well, I never, I don't even know who to say because I didn't know either one of them at that point. And I still don't. When I run into the, the girlfriend... Once in a great while, but it's not like, hey, hey, I got a grievance to bring up with you 30 years later now. Just have a sip of a White Claw. <laughs> Get me talking? Yeah. Next time I see her, I'll text somebody, bring me a White Claw right now. I, I mean, see if, her. There, it's, it's hard, to, unless she was trying to send it to both of you to try to create an instance where, like, I mean, this didn't seem like the case where you were not making a move, but you both liked each other. Yeah. Unless she sent it to both. That's really mean. Yeah. It's like she was trying to create a meat cute or something. Like she was in a movie. Like, I, I, that's the only thing I could come up with. Because she wasn't mean. So I don't know really what her motivation was. But man, was I mad later because I was such a fool. I mean, I, was, I looked so stupid that whole time. But it was because I kept being you told. Prob- you probably didn't look as stupid as you feel like you looked like. You, you liked her. Yeah. You pursued her. Well, when somebody, you call somebody and their mom goes, no, she can't come to the phone. She's washing her hair. <laughs> then I'm supposed to go, okay, I got the hit, but I still didn't. Do you want, it in, in an instance like that, don't you just want to know from the person, you know what, I'm just really not interested in a relationship with you. Like, that would hurt to hear, but wouldn't you have rather heard that? I would have, but I would have still not understood what was happening because- Again, I'm like, I think at that point that I would have been able to say, well, why did you send me balloons? Why didn't you said, say that to what her? What the heck are you why talking you, about? When you were... Because I never talked to her again. Literally never spoke to, to the girl. Yeah, to dark-haired Annie again. <laughs> I had dark hair in high school. Oh, my gosh. It was, was... he? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it was no, not. she had like jet black hair. I had jet black hair. No, you did not. I can find a picture. No, I want to I've see had that. pretty much every. Was it just because you dressed up like Elvira for Halloween? I actually was <laughs> a character that looked like El- I had an Elvira dress in an eighth grade operetta that I was in. It was called. What was that play called? I was the lead female, and it w- the whole thing was supposed to be kind of like, what's that Elvira from? Up all night. Elvira. No, that's a different one. What's it? I'm <laughs> talking mean, about Elvira from Tiny Toons? Well, no, the Adams family. Oh. What's the other one? Morticia. Morticia is from the Adams family. What is Elvira from? Elvira is just a character. I don't know that Elvira it's is not from a show. Uh-uh. Mm. 
she's just a did that ruin person. valentine's day for you like did that ha- do you have a hangover about valentine's day because of that I, it's you know what i never really would have connected that but it's possible i i never thought oh i hate valentine's day because that that girl really screwed me up but i mean maybe that uh, maybe so I gotta tell my wife that story now. Probably not. <laughs> be like, look, look, what this, look what this girl did to all future Valentine's Days for you. Uh, it's the only love letter you ever got. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'd have to check. I mean, I really don't know. I don't remember getting any other ones. By the time, I mean, honestly, by the time we're in college, even high school, you're emailing each other, or maybe even starting to but text each other. But an email could other. be a love letter. Yeah, but I wouldn't have like printed that out and kept it, you know. <laughs> like it might be somewhere. So you I, I don't kind of th- seem like the guy who might have. I think the only one I ever had was was that one from Dark Hair Danny. <laughs> not me. Not you. The name of this segment is not me. <laughs> we'll be right back. If this can happen to me, this can happen to anyone. I am. Uh, I'm easy to work with, and I am passionate about what we do. I'm always excited to be on set. I even worked with them as much as I possibly could to resolve any issues that they had. But, you know, eventually you have a line, and, you know, when that line gets crossed, you just have to say, enough, enough is enough. And if I look back on uh, on what I, if I would have caved and I would have, done something that disrespected myself, then I wouldn't be doing any favors to um, the next generation, to my nieces, to to your children. That's Gina Carano. What's her character in The Mandalorian? Come on, Brad. I'm not asking Ryan. Yeah. Dang. Uh, it's escaping me right now. Uh, uh, she is... This is... Cara Dune. Cara Dune. Cara? Cara? Yeah, uh, I like that. Alicia Cara Dune. She, she played a character in The Mandalorian. Really good series. Yeah. I uh, recommend it on Disney Plus if you like the Star Wars stuff, probably. I am not a Star Wars person, but I thought the series was very entertaining. She had a good character in it. And she is somebody who, I, would you call her a conservative? She's just not, to me, mm. she's just not a like Hollywood lib. Right. Yeah. She, yeah, she just was not buying into what they were selling. That's all it was. She, that was it. Uh, I'll read here from NS or excuse me, NBC News. Actor and former professional MMA fighter Gina Carano has sued the Walt Disney Company and Lucasfilm over claims she was wrongfully fired from the series The Mandalorian in 2021. In the suit, which was filed Tuesday in federal court in California, Carano alleges she was fired from her role as rebel warrior Cara Dune for voicing right-wing opinions on social media. She is seeking a court order that would require Lucasfilm to reinstate her or compensate her at least $75,000. It's not really an outrageous No, that's sum. not that much. Carano claims in the suit that she suffered emotional damage and lost millions of dollars in income. I think that's an easy argument to make. A short quote. Let's see here. The lawsuit says, quote, a short time ago in a galaxy not so far away, defendants made it clear that only one orthodoxy in thought, speech or action was acceptable in their empire and that those who dared to question or failed to fully comply will not be tolerated. And so it was with Carano. X is helping cover the costs of the lawsuit, Carano confirmed. Uh, Tuesday in a post to the social media platform. She wrote, quote, I would like to express my deepest gratitude and thank you to Elon Musk and X for giving me an opportunity to bring my case to light. NBC News reports in the post, Carano denied that her past pose should be seen as controversial and said she 
and said her former employers targeted her as part of a, quote, bullying smear campaign, end quote, that was intended to make, quote, an example out of me. It's interesting to step away from, I mean, we're years from this happening. What she put out on Twitter did not warrant the blowback that she got. And I think that she's spot on when she said she was she was run up the flagpole as a warning to anybody else, specifically on the uh, pronoun conversation. She, she was, from what I understand, told to put pronouns in her bio or something like that. And she put like beep, bop, boop in there. <laughs> and that was put out. And, and that was part of the hateful rhetoric that she was accused of, told that she needed to retract everything or be fired. And she said, these are my thoughts. She didn't retract it. She got canned. Uh, she's exactly right. Everything she's alleging is 100% true. I didn't know about the pronouns thing. I remember that what she got tarred and feathered for in the midst of COVID was for not supporting the COVID narrative. She said things that they were they were just trying to find something to say, you are not supporting the main narrative here. And she said something regarding COVID and masking that really got the attention. That's right when she got fired. So I thought it was that thing. And maybe they were just trying to heap as many things on her at once as possible. But no matter what it was, whether it was the pronoun thing or the COVID thing and the mask thing, regardless, the outcome was the same and her claims are correct. She also wrote, quote, the truth is I was being hunted down from everything I posted to every post I liked because I was not in line with the acceptable narrative of the time. My words were consistently twisted to demonize and dehumanize me as an alt-right-wing extremist. NBC News reports following a short but successful career in mixed martial arts, Grano had been a rising star in television and movies when controversy began to swirl. In February 2021, she posted on Instagram likening modern political divides to the Holocaust. She then published a post that appeared to mock people who wore masks during the pandemic. Ooh, a great sin. Yeah, oh gosh. How dare you? The Instagram post was to the app's uh, story function, which disappeared after 24 hours. Carano's social media postings had previously sparked some scrutiny. In 2020, she appeared to suggest there was voter fraud during the presidential election in a post to X. In another post around that time, she appeared to mock transgender people by putting beep, bop, boop in her X profile after fans asked her to display her pronouns in her account's bio. I mean, it says she appeared to mock transgender people. What if those are really the pronouns she wants? Yeah, nobody really asked, did they? Maybe we were supposed to refer to beep as bop. Boop. Boop. <laughs> Boop. Boop. Man. That's that's her sin. I mean, she I mean, really what she's saying in that lawsuit, and that's why I say she's 100% correct, is that she just didn't support like the leftist hard dogma that was 2021. Well, I think she even offered to go and do the stuff that they asked her to do. She's like, yeah, we'll meet with these people and I'll talk to them and we'll clear things over. No, no disrespect to you and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, you're fired. February 2021. Think about where we were as a country in February 2021. Peak. Anti-Trumpism, anti-anything right-wing. If you ever even thought a positive thought about Donald Trump, you're an insurrectionist. Joe Biden, the adult, is finally in charge. He's like the equivalent of two adults in age. And 
he's here to save the day. I hope that she gets a lot more. Like, if if you can sue, if E. Jean Carroll can sue for what was supposed to be like $12 million or something, and they're like, we should really send a message here. Donald Trump really screwed this over, and we really need to make an example of this. How about 83 mil? Do one of those for Gina Carano. I know you're asking for 75000 but how about $8 billion? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Eight billion dollars. <laughs> I, I, Elon Musk has said if anybody is, if anyone is fired or I don't know how he worded it specifically by what they tweet or put on X, post on X, that he will support their legal defense. He has backed that up Uh on cases that are much lower profile than Gina Carano. Uh, Roseanne O'Donnell, uh, Roseanne O'Donnell, Roseanne Barr is throwing her hat in the ring like, hey, I've I've been Mm -hmm. persecuted because of this type of stuff, too. What an opportunity for the First Amendment to have a really, really big win at the right time. What a patriot that Elon Musk is. To have a platform where it's it's really interesting to me to see the people who are really uncomfortable with people being able to say what they think. Like, please, continue to expose yourself. Hateful speech is bad. Because you support free speech does not mean that you like hate speech. I want to know who the hateful people are as soon as I possibly can. And if they're going to do the job and the work for me, I'm okay with that. I can handle it. I will judge you for the words that you use. People judge me every day for the words that I choose. But there's no overlord that is a capital T, they, them, that gets to decide what the capital W, we, get to say, have to believe, and are expected to articulate. But we've lived through a period of time where they have successfully scared people back into their corners to keep their mouth shut. And look where it's gotten us. I'm all for speak it. Say it out loud. It is not a consequence-free environment, but we do have to have the right to say it out loud. Yeah, yeah, you have to. I mean, that's the point. The founding fathers knew this. I visited Williamsburg, Virginia one time, and they, they went over why... In the town square right there, they said you can do and say, well, not do, but you could say anything you want here. The whole point was that you could stand up on a soapbox, literally at that time, and just say whatever you wanted. Because they knew that if you had dumb ideas or you were an idiot, you'd find out a lot faster if this person was on a soapbox. 
And we have completely done the opposite of that. And now we've forced idiots and bad ideas onto like 4chan so that they like the dark web so that they're harder to find. Are you big on 4chan? I don't even know what 4chan is. <laughs> you, you've articulated more than I know. <laughs> I know that that is a place that people talk about going if you want to like it's- communicate unfiltered. It, like it's the bathroom stall wall of the internet as far as I know. Yeah, but it's interesting that you say that we've forced, you know, bad ideas. Not all bad ideas have been forced over to 4chan. They've they've amplified other bad ideas. Well, that's that's also you know, the case. and then yeah. what they've done then is then used that we want to get rid of bad ideas thing to get rid of criticism of bad ideas. Yes. So if you don't support the bad ideas that we're saying support, then we will persecute you and throw you off of our social media platforms and kick you out of your job and all of these other things. You know, going against the popular narrative isn't necessarily hate speech. But like to Annie's point, yeah, you do want to know who's saying hate speech, but you also want the ability to say, hey, that idea that you guys are are trumpeting, that's a really bad idea. And I don't want to go along with it. The representatives, the attorneys for Carano, said in a statement that Disney, quote, bullied Miss Carano, trying to force her to conform to their views about cultural and political issues. And when that bullying failed, they fired her. God bless Gina Carano. Yeah. What a soldier. She had, as far as I've heard, Brad can probably back this up. She, They were talking about doing a series with her independently uh-huh. yeah. on Disney that would have been a spinoff from The Mandalorian yeah. they'd, like they did with Boba Fett. Uh, she would have been, I mean, she is in some sense now, but she would have been a mega star household name at that mm-hmm. point, just like Pedro Pascal is. I mean, that dude is in all kinds of stuff now. Pedro Pascal really supported Gina Carano through this whole mm-hmm. ordeal, yeah. too. They, he was consistently like, Gina is a great, sweet, kind person. Like, the, the caricature that you're making out of her for some political uh, end... The caricature is not who Gina Carano is. Like, maybe she has some thoughts and opinions that don't, because he's a super, super left-wing lib. Yeah, he is. Leading heart lib. They completely disagree on those things. He said so much, and he's like, she's a great person. Mm -hmm. Don't do this to her. Because they know each other. Mm -hmm. Because they're real humans in the same place in the same time with an actual real human-to-human relationship, not something that can just be pushed out over, you know, a lot of typing and a lot of posting and a lot of frightened people in a boardroom who are going to make a decision based on some calculation in a DEI chart, which we now have from Disney as well. Right. Mm. (laughs) Look, I mean, John Favreau, the director of The Mandalorian, I think he was one of the creators too, very, very established director, has made so many things. Even he was like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Knock it off. And he was doing that more behind the scenes, as as I've seen reported. But part of the reason that he was doing it is, is not just, hey, she's fine, but she's one of my main characters. <laughs> Do you get that the season we're going into, which I think was season three at the time, she's going to be a major player in the series. You're screwing me up. I'm pretty confident that if they were to write a story for her character and put it on Disney Plus that they would it would be wildly supported. Massive. Oh, yeah. It would be massive. Wildly. People even that don't like her would watch it because it was such a everybody would be talking about it. It was such an interesting character. I mean just from that side of it. It's just an interesting Yeah, she's character. an interesting character. And aren't you 
I mean, I truly am begging for the change to happen. Not, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want more for Gina Carano to get a huge payout and Disney to have to begrudgingly sign over a check and for Disney to keep behaving the way they're behaving. I want Disney, Anheuser-Busch, all of these different places it, that are facing this type of pushback now to come out and go, we screwed this up so bad, but we are committed to making great content and we are committed to making it up to you and we're going to keep trying over and over and over to get this right because we got that wrong. I want that so bad. More than, I mean, I'm, the check's not coming to me, so Gina Carano can get paid. I'd be super happy for that. But I would much rather her get a multi-million dollar contract for a series that features her in Disney Plus the way her career was supposed to go than a $75,000 victory in court. Yeah, who cares? You want to see a sea change happening with culture, which is what it would take. You'd have to have these boardrooms all deciding at the same time, or at least you have one big one happen. And then the next one goes, well, maybe that's the way things are going because that's the way it does happen. They, they would have to make the decision and say, you know what? We're going to back off of our political ideologies and focus on content and focus on capitalism. And they, and then all uh, the other yeah. studios would start doing the what same it's gonna thing. Have, well, yeah. What it's going to have to take is a studio to do that and then have success doing that. So it's going to take Bud Light having success backing away from that other content and going with their just regular dude beer marketing for them for other people to say yeah this is worth it let's go away from this other method and go back to what we used to do it's going to take some some company saying you know what let's just focus on great content making that money having a lot of success for the other companies to go you know what we kind of want to make money too and get back to making great content yeah because it's not like they're taking this social justice battle and winning with it yeah everybody is losing everybody is suffering Everything sucks. Everybody's tired. Everybody's just done with it. People don't want to. It, 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 I don't know that they want to participate in it because they just don't want to have to think that hard about everything all the time. Yeah. Because they're being preached to. You can't inject the most important principles and foundations that we're supposed to worry about all of the time into every single thing because there's no reprieve. And if you're talking about entertainment, just entertain me. Just entertain me. I don't need to know about the politics of every gosh darn person involved in it. Let's get to the results of today's YouTube live chat poll. How is Trump faring in his legal challenges, winning or losing? We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Appreciate you being with us this afternoon. Uh, we spoke with Jory Murdoch in the one o'clock hour about everything going on in New York City. I really believe that these illegal immigrants and the money that they're sucking out of the New York City economy is going to be a bipartisan issue that the media is not going to be able to cover up. It's impossible to cover it up. And I think that it's going to have real implications on what's going to happen in November. We spoke with Eric Schmidt at the beginning of the show as well and talked to him about the vote. I think they took the vote and the, the border bill failed. But I think Eric Schmidt's going to be on again with Reardon. So I'd like to hear what he has to say about that as well uh, coming up here in uh, the show right after ours. So do not go away. Um, real quick before we get to the results of the YouTube live chat poll, which we want you to go vote in, how is Trump faring in his legal challenges, winning or losing? And just a quick reminder, we had to restart the poll in the middle of the show. So if you voted, you might want to go back and vote again and make sure it registered in the current version of it. Uh, the CEO of McDonald's admitted Monday that the sales for fast food giant have dipped and increased amid increased menu prices that have not gone unnoticed by customers. The Chicago-based chain has taken heavy criticism over its Big Mac combo that is priced at nearly 18 bucks. Ouch. That's too much. 18 bucks for a Big Mac combo. 
among yeah. other menu hikes and has promised to focus on affordability. He said, uh, the CEO said, I think what you're going to see as you head into 2024 is probably more attention to what I would describe as affordability. Some global same-store sales grew by 3.4%, short of the 4.7% that was expected by Wall Street. In addition, some low-income customers have stopped patronizing the chain as inflation has caused prices to jump. I mean, don't you—people don't talk about shrinkflation as much as they talk about inflation. Mm -hmm. But the idea that prices go down, you're, like maybe they bring back a dollar menu, it's like six fries. <laughs> oh, you read my mind. I, I, was, I was wondering how they were going to do that yeah. because you can't make it any smaller. Brad and I, <laughs> outing us here a little bit. We decided the other day. Happy six year. No, no, no. Not yet. And thank you, by the way. April. <laughs> yeah. It's not until yeah. April. Um, I wanted to be the first. Actually, <laughs> probably the second. Always appreciate that. Um, we decided last week, I think it was. Yeah. Friday, that we were going to get the double Big Mac. So I put in an online order, went up and picked it up for both of us. We each got a double Big Mac. I don't want to speak for you, but I can say that when I saw the actual patties, I was like, <laughs> Uh, this is a double because this looks like it would have been a single. Well, yeah, it, it reminded me of the times before I ate Big Macs all the time, what yeah. those Big Macs looked like. I mean, we're talking not only small around, but very thin. Very thin. And so the double was like, okay, this is probably like a Big Mac. <laughs> but it was, I, again, to your point, I don't know how they make things yeah. smaller. McDonald's and Chipotle have signaled that prices will have to increase in response to? Inflation. High labor costs. Ooh. Ooh, didn't expect that. see that one, oh. but it makes sense. The fight for 15. Would you rather have bigger double Big Macs and a robot serving it to you? Yes. <laughs> I can say unequivocally that I would accept robot service. That's the way it's all going to go. Within the next 10 years, you're going to have, they started to do this already, where the person you're talking to in the drive-thru isn't actually there. They're at a centralized location. So you're talking to somebody in Massachusetts or something. Um, probably not even there because they're not moving businesses there. <laughs> but you're talking to somebody in Tennessee. Um, and they're, they're going to decentralize as much as they can, and they're going to basically robotize oh, everything they possibly can at every fast food place. I just had a horrifying thought. I was like, what if, what if ordering your food at a fast food restaurant became like tech support where they have outsourced the ordering to overseas and you can't understand what somebody is saying. I would not be surprised How if that How is that happens. worse than where it is right now in most places? <laughs> well, that's, that's a great true. point. That's a great point. She got you there, Brad. I, I do want to <laughs> say, though, in the pandemic and immediately after the pandemic, we just quit going to fast food altogether. Yeah. Like, it, you did not – you it couldn't go anywhere and get somebody who basically wouldn't tell you to F off if you ordered food at the drive-thru. You never got the right meal. You wouldn't send it back because you knew, A, it was going to take too long to get it back – and it when you just yeah. weren't gonna want to eat that yeah, food when and you, you couldn't it back. budget the time. We it was so slow. That's gotten better. Yeah. Yes, for sure. I feel like we're probably back to just the common disdain that people have <laughs> yeah. in a fast food restaurant, not yeah. COVID related. A, a buddy of mine who listens to the show pretty regularly named Mike. Hi, Mike. Uh, he manages a fast food restaurant. I won't say which one, but he's. I asked him that question: Are things better now? And he said, he he took a long pause and said. They're better, <laughs> but I, it doesn't sound like they're great, but they're not as bad as they were a year and a half ago. Well, if you only are dealing with robots, they won't be rude to you. That's true, and, and that's why it'll go that I way. I have to think that they're, are more likely, you're, they're more likely to get your order right. Uh, unfortunately, yes, that's true. 
you know, you're going to see a lot more self-service, I think, too, not just mm-hmm. robots, you know. Have to go to the grill and flip the burgers. Yeah, yeah. you got to go back behind the counter, make it yourself. Here's the kitchen. Yeah, Qdoba, you should be able to see it. Now you can do it. Look at this. Just on the screen right now, Biden appears surprised by the price of a $6 smoothie. I want that cup for tomorrow. <laughs> but he's ordering a smoothie. He goes, they want 6 bucks for the smoothie? And then up there, I just read on it, it said, okay, I guess I'll do it. Or something like that. <laughs> I'll do it anyway. Yeah! Good grief, man. Come on, man. $6 for a smoothie. Would you say that your finger is right on the pulse right now? Mine or his? <laughs> Your, yeah. yeah. Just make sure he's got one. His finger can stay to himself. Uh, the YouTube live chat poll for today. If you haven't uh, voted in a YouTube live chat poll, a reminder, we do this on the Andy Fry YouTube channel every day. We broadcast live there. You can watch and comment along. And in the live chat portion of the Daily Live broadcast, we put a poll up. And today's is how is Trump faring in his legal challenges, winning or losing? Ryan, you say? I say that he is winning. I think he's winning. I think he's winning as well. And 63% responded winning. No I kidding. Agree with us. 63%. That's got to rub some people the wrong Well, way. there's a clear finish line, and it is get past November. And, and right now it looks well, like it is heading that way. Like if, if that's the finish line, if that's the goal, they're doing it. They're accomplishing yeah. it through different legal challenges and whatnot. Winning or losing, it has to go to this before they haven't even – Entered a piece of evidence in any of these major cases yet. Will Sharf in studio on Friday? Yes. For the 12 o'clock hour? 12.25. Is he going to stay for two segments? Or? I can see if he will. Why don't you see if he'll come at 12? I'll see. So we could take him for two segments. Because he answers these questions on I the love fly. when he's in. Yes. I would like to don't start the show with him. Will Sharf, uh, who I think is involved in uh, Supreme Court arguments taking place tomorrow, we will have him in studio on Friday. Stick around. Eric Schmidt's going to be on the Mark uh, Rudin Show. Coming up next, don't go away. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 